the losing streak continues. The injury curse continues. Uh, my campaign to give Daniil Tarasov at least one knife continues. We're going to talk about all of that and more on today's Locked On Blue Jackets. Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster, here to bring you news, stories, uh, game recaps, game previews, prospect talk, yelling, all of the above and more about your favorite team and mine, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Before we get started, I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day every day. Locked On Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms and also over on YouTube. So if you haven't hit subscribe over there, then please feel free to do so. It helps me out. It helps you out. Uh, you get notified when your episodes go live. Everybody wins. And uh, speaking of the opposite of winning, uh, the Clumps Blue Jackets lost again last night. Um, this was another one of those losses that didn't have to be a loss. Um, I thought the team played really well. They they did everything, basically everything right, except put the puck in the net, um, I think. Uh, and, okay, so they lose 2-1 to one to the Dallas Stars. Um, and honestly, after, I was watching the first period and I was like, you know what? I have a feeling this is going to be one of those terrible one nothing victories for the Dallas Stars um, because they scored um, scored to op- they scored to open the game um, and then it was one nothing for ages um, it was I believe it was Mason Marchment who who scored actually which is sure that's a that's a name that scores goals um, let's pull up the the, the recap thingy uh, excuse me, it was Wyatt Johnson. Uh, so I feel better about that. Uh, Johnson is the the Stars rookie. He's having a real good, real good campaign. Um, went in the same draft that Ken Johnson and Cole Sillinger did. Uh, so he opens the scoring um, about a minute into the second period. But the first period I thought was really good. Um, again, second period, uh, like they scored that goal. And then I got about halfway through the second period. And I was like, I'm not going to tweet this because I don't want to bring that evil into the universe. But this has all the markings of Tarasov playing excellently and the Blue Jackets getting shut out one nothing. Um, and that isn't what happened, but it is close. Um, Jason Robinson scores an empty netter uh, with about a minute and 10 seconds left. Uh, a minute and seven seconds, exactly. That's his 24th of the season. Jason Robinson's so good at hockey. Um, I know this is not news to many people, but just what a what a treat it is for Stars fans to get to watch him play game in, game out. Um, and it was kind of a, a a weird a weird empty net goal. Um, I think it looked like it wasn't going to go in, and then it was like, well, there it goes. Um, Ken Johnson ruins Jay Cottinger's shutout bid with 15 seconds left uh, because he's petty, and I appreciate that about him. Um, and that means that you get the the rare game where the winning goal is an empty net goal, which is just real stupid. But hey, it is what it is. Um, Ken Johnson playing in that top line center spot uh, with injuries to Boo Jenner, which we're going to talk about in a minute. Um, I thought he had a real nice game. 
Um, the possession wasn't there for much of the game, but he was getting good looks. Obviously, he ended up scoring. Um, and frankly, I thought he was the best player on that line. Um, which sounds weird to say when you consider who his line mates are, but I thought he had a real a real good game. Um, I'd be interesting to know how he did on the um, what was his face off percentage? Uh, essentially, is what I is what I want to know. Um, face off percentage was twenty seven percent, which is not great, but considering Rossovic and uh, Josh Dunn had thirty three percent each, uh, Sean Corrali was really doing the heavy lifting in terms of face offs. He had sixty three percent. Face-off uh, success. Um, no one on this team is good at face-offs, and especially with Boone Jenner out, like, there goes your, like, one semi-competent face-off winning guy, um, which I thought it was... I, I noticed the... So the Blue Jackets have been doing a thing for a while where... And this is, like, from way, way back in, you know, up to, like, 2017-ish, is they needed a face-off win, Brandon Dubinsky would go out there, he would win the face-off and then immediately hightail it to the bench and then they would get the real centre of that line on. When Dubinsky went down with the injury and then ended up not coming back, um, that was Boone Jenner's job. And now Boone Jenner is out. That appears to be Sean Corrales' job because I noticed a couple of times, especially towards the end of the game, where Sean Corrales would go out between Goudreau and Line A, take a face-off and then just run back to the bench. Johnson would come out. Um, I don't dislike it as a strategy, but I do think... um, it's a strategy that only works if you both win the face-off and maintain possession. Um, because then otherwise what you've got is you've got Sean Corrales facing off against um, the number one center for the Dallas Stars. So, well, well, it's, it's for the most part, I think it worked, but a very um, high-risk way of, of going about it, let's say. Um Interestingly, something I've just noticed, which um, and we're going to talk in a minute about um, special teams. The first unit was on the, the entire. They had one power play in the entire game. Um, I believe the yeah there was only one penalty in the whole game. Uh, Nils Lundqvist slashed Ken Johnson um, near the end of the second period. So there was one power play for the Blue Jackets and none for the Dallas Stars. Um, the, the Blue Jackets used the same guys for the entire two-minute power play. It was Goudreau, Nyquist, Line, Roslovic, and Bjork were all out there for the full two minutes. Nobody else got power play time. No one got shorthanded time. Um, I just thought that was... I don't know. I just thought it was it was funny. Um, one of those weird, weird situations where um, you... The guys, are, the guys are rolling. I thought it was a decent power play as well. Um, I don't know what the shuttles were, but it had some good movement. Um, Marcus Bjork put it off the post, um, one of two huge posts in the third period. But um, yeah, the power play looks good, which is, and again, it looked good last game is the thing. Um, and it's been looking better. It's been looking better, like feels like it's relative to the, penalty kill getting worse i feel like any given night one of them is good and one of them is bad and it feels like we're getting more nights where the power play is good than the penalty kill is good which i mean if if i had to choose i'd take it um in a minute we are going to talk uh, a little bit more about the game uh, i want to talk a little about daniel tarasov that's coming up in just a minute but first i want to tell you about bet online because uh, it's your number one source for sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from pro football to college ball to basketball 
to the NHL, to, I don't know, you could probably bet on who's going to go where for the MLB. They've got it all at betonline.net. If you love sports podcasts, and I'm guessing if you're listening to Blocked on Blue Jackets, you do love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. They are the fastest and easiest way to get your betting information. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. And probably you could put some money on Ken Johnson's Calder odds because I feel like every time he scores a goal, they go up. And he sure did do that in this game. So uh, go to BetOnline.net to place your Calder trophy bets now. BetOnline, where the game starts so let's talk goaltending because this was a real um you don't see a lot of of goaltending duels like this anymore i feel like um daniel tarasov made 32 of 33 saves for a 970 save percentage and jay cottinger made 27 of 28 uh for a 964 these are two very good very young goalies um, and again, it was just really fun to watch. It was really fun to watch. Um, the the stars have a real royal gem with Jake Ottinger. He's going to be good for a long time. But the thing about Daniil Tarasov for me is I don't know if the Blue Jackets know what they have here. Um, he has been since coming into since coming into this league since making his NHL debut last season. He didn't get a win. He played like the equivalent of three full games. Like he played two full games uh, and then 40 minutes of one game and then 20 minutes of another game. And he had like a 936 save percentage last season. Um, So far this season, he has, I think, two whole wins to his name. Um, But one of those losses is uh, the one from last night. He has a 915 save percentage and a record of two, six and one. Um. You know, his his career is 12, 2, and 8. So 12 wins. Uh, nope, that's a lie. 12, 2, 8, and 1. So two wins, nine losses for a 9.21 save percentage. Um, Daniil Tarasov has been working his butt off for this team. And it always seems to be that he plays in games where they don't remember how to score. Um, so... Let's uh, let's take a look at the games. So against Boston, allowed four goals. Uh, the Blue Jackets scored two. Tampa Bay allowed three goals. The Blue Jackets scored one. Um, Vegas, he didn't end up doing anything, I guess. Uh, allowed two goals. Made 34 saves, but it doesn't say whether he won, lost, or tied. I assume the game-winning goal went somewhere else. So, I don't know. I don't know what's happening there. Um, Played against Florida. uh, Won that game. But these are his last five games, by the way. So, uh, loss, loss, loss. Who knows? Loss. uh, Win against Florida. Um, oh, I believe that was a shootout loss. Actually, that'll be um, that'll be that. Uh, anyway, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna wrap wrap that up. Um, allowed one goal, nine seventy save percentage loss. Allowed four goals, loss. Allowed three goals, loss. Uh, so okay, I thought he was very good in Boston. Um, right up until the end, so he faced thirty nine saves. He faced thirty nine shots and made thirty five saves. 
Uh, against Tampa Bay, he faced 28 shots and made 25 saves. Uh, against Vegas, he faced 36 shots and made 34 saves. Against Florida, he faced 50 shots and made 47 saves. Like, and that's just his last five games. Um, the rest of the season, um, he came in in relief in Boston, played one period, didn't allow any any goals, uh, made six saves. Uh, Arizona came on in relief, uh, wasn't very good, but no one was very good in that game. Um, his first career win, he had a 968 against New York. Like, Daniil Tarasov's going to be really, really good if the Blue Jackets can figure out a way to play in front of him. Um, and I mean, he's, I said, I, I said this kind of jokingly last night. Um, I see a lot of Sergei Bobrovsky in him. Um, and I see a lot of specifically the Bobrovsky that we saw when he first came to the Blue Jackets and was kind of still trying to find his feet. You know, he'd struggled in Philadelphia. Um, and then he ended up, you know, winning a Vesna, winning two Vesnas as a Blue Jacket. So um, I don't know that Daniel Tarasov is is going to be a two Vesna winning goalie for the Blue Jackets, but with the injuries and the struggling play of, you know, Corpusalo has been struggling at points this season. He's been injured. Elvis has been injured and struggling at, you know, points this season. Daniil Tarasov is giving this team a chance to win games. Um, they're not taking these chances, but he is keeping them in it, um, which is for a guy that's, what, like 22? And has, he's 23 and has 14 NHL games. Um, it's uh, it's really fun to see. Um Speaking of, of guys that only have like four NHL games to their name, uh, Jeff Savoda made a uh, fun observation about last night's game, which is that if you include the goalie, the Blue Jackets had nine players with under 50 NHL games experience. That's it. That, that, that's it. I already have a point to make there. Um, somebody else pointed out that Ryan Suter um, has more games by himself than the entire Blue Jackets defense court put together. I believe that Blue Jackets defense court has about 1,100 games. And 670 of those are Gabranson. Um, Brian Suit has 1,300 NHL games. So, again, that kind of puts it into perspective what the Blue Jackets are doing with what they have on the blue line this season. Like, even the veterans, quote-unquote veterans, um, like Vlaslav Gabrikov and Andrew Peake, who have under 250 games each. Um, I believe Peake has under 150. So, <laughs> they're doing the best they can, I guess. Um, but in a minute, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about injuries um and we're also going to talk about the philadelphia flyers because the blue jackets face them tonight that's all coming up in just a minute on locked on blue jackets so the injury bug curse what have you keeps on rolling um they are down another at least two players possibly three um boo jenner is out for a month he broke he broke his thumb in the florida game and then continued to play in that game and then played in two more games which is just so dumb, so stupid. Um, he's out for a month. He has to get surgery on his broken thumb. Cole Sillinger, uh, upper body day-to-day, they say. And um, Igor Chinikov left the game with um, a lower body injury. Uh, one of the, I think it was Kivuranta of the Dallas Stars, fell on his leg. Like, just a complete fluke accident play um fell on his leg the knee went the wrong way he wasn't putting any weight on it so i feel like that's probably minimum two weeks maximum much longer but 
the the injury curse just keeps on keeping on. Um, so there goes there goes another three players um, for the foreseeable. Um, Micah McCurdy on Twitter pointed out that now, and I'm just going to knock on wood about this. Uh, there's only two Blue Jackets forwards that haven't missed time due to injury this season or injury or illness, um, and that is Johnny Gaudreau and Gus Nyquist, um, which is Gus Nyquist was the only forward to play all 82 games last season after missing an entire season due to shoulder surgery. So he clearly has come back. Um, Gus Nyquist had a real good game, actually. Um, I know that we, we've kind of moved on from talking about the game, but he had a, he had a really good game. I thought that that line I liked, um, the the Rostovic, Nyquist, and Marchenko. It was, I think it was Marchenko for the most part line. Um, I liked that line a lot. It was, it was good. Um, it was effective. Um Again, just couldn't couldn't get the pucks in the net. But um, if there was ever going to be a game for the Blue Jackets to get right, it feels like tonight. Um, they're facing the Philadelphia Flyers, who the Blue Jackets have beaten twice already this season. Um, former Blue Jacket Cam Atkinson is done for the season um, without actually ever having played a game this season, I believe. He missed the start due to uh, off-season wrist surgery. Um, and then it was announced that... Um, He's getting season-ending neck surgery, which sounds terrifying, but he's going to be out for the foreseeable. Um, the last time these two teams played, the Flyers were, you know, if you'll excuse the pun, uh, flying high. Um, they have kind of come back down to earth a little bit now. Uh, they are 10, 15, and 7. Uh, Carter Hart, again, is doing the best he can. Um, he's 9, 9, and 6, a 9, 13 save percentage. Um, but the team is not super helping him out there, so... We'll see again. Again, we'll we'll see how it goes. Um, they might put Sandstrom in. Uh, the Blue Jackets are struggling right now, and uh, usually that means that the other team thinks, "Hey, we can get away with putting a backup in." Um, Sandstrom has an eight 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 save percentage and is one six one to go through the season so far. So, I mean, sorry to Felix, but that would be really great for the Blue Jackets' confidence, personally. Um, and then, like in terms of skaters, uh, James Van Riemsdyk apparently has uh, decided not to age. Uh, he's got six points in his last five games. Scott Lawton has three goals in his last five games. Um, the Flyers are um, having a bit of a weird one, frankly. Um, they just scratched their leading scorer, Kevin Hayes. Um, Thomas Konechny, Thomas Travis Konechny has been uh, scratched. At certain points this season, or benched, um, Tortorella is doing Tortorella things over there, but I would expect uh, Kevin Hayes to take that personally, to come back, and uh, probably have a pretty big night against the Blue Jackets. Um, but I also think this is an, this is a chance for the Blue Jackets to have a pretty big night of their own. So in terms of predictions, I am going to say we don't even have a former flyer to, to open the scoring because Jake Voracek's still out. Um I'm going to say that Jack Roslovic opens the scoring because why not? Um, I just thought it was the, that was the first healthy name that came to mind. Um, and I think it's going to be a 3-1. No, I think it's going to be a 4-3 Blue Jackets win. Um, I assume Elvis is starting tonight. Although it wouldn't put it, I wouldn't put it past Brad Larson to put um, Tarasov in. Um, who knows? They, they do what they want with the goalies. The goalie um, workload... Management this season has been bonkers to me. Um, and we're going to talk about that in a future episode, probably. But that's my guess is Elvis starts. Um, Blue Jackets win four to three. And uh, we get to go home happy. We get to go into the Christmas break happy. I believe this is the last game um, before Christmas break. Um, 
Oh no, they have one more game on December twenty third against the Blackhawks. That'll be fun. Um, it won't. I'll hate it. But my point, my point remains. Um, four three win over the Flyers. Um, just hopefully no one else gets hurt. I'm just going to go ahead and knock on wood again. But that's it for me today. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter if you want at underscore Jacob Foster, J A K O B F Y S T E R. You can find this Twitter at L O underscore Blue Jackets. Thank you for making this your first listen of the day every day. Locked on Blue Jackets is uh, available, like I said, at the Twitter handle. Um, you can find us on any podcasting app of choice. You can find us on YouTube. Uh, you can email me if you want, uh, lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, just once again, as we get closer and closer to Christmas, uh, thank you for listening. I appreciate all of you. Uh, the numbers keep on going up, which is super, go- super great, even as the Blue Jackets continue to struggle. So uh, I appreciate all of you. And I appreciate, like, four Blue Jackets. (laughs) But until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.